This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, March 23rd, 2021, a Widow Wednesday. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the rogue one at Gary Widow. Hello, how are you? Happy Widow Wednesday. Where's my coffee? God damn it, I've left it over there. Hold on. You have come in frazzled. You have come in in a, in a, you were winded when you got here. You were screaming about a cosplay that didn't go right. What is happening with you? Mr. Listen, Barry I just Wood? got off a very important call with very important uh, people. And, um, you know, you, like, when you, when you hire the best, uh-huh. you're going to have to deal with, you know, some of, some of the fact that many other, the fact that many other people also hire You're in demand. Best. You're in demand. You're working on what that can I say? What can I say to movie? you? Show? DC Wait, what? Show. I mean, what? What are you Tom talking Book? about? What are you working on over what? there? What are you, what are you stewing on? You got another Star okay, Wars project? Got some irons in the fire, uh, Greg. Fingers in what? various pies. I mean, oh, that's gross. I'm very excited uh, because uh, you said you wanted to reveal your next project here. You were going to bring us an exclusive Red Yeah, we're going to actually do it right here on the show. Thank you very much so for what hosting. So what movie, what TV show, what are, we, what are we about to see? Well, as you know, Greg, uh, I get up to various uh, antics and shenanigans over on my uh, my channel, twitch.tv slash Gary which I've pimped many times on your, uh, course, on your uh, fine platform. Yeah. Um, and recently I got uh, sucked into the world of Grand Theft Auto role-playing, which I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but like there are a whole like private custom GTA online servers where people basically live in character and become a whole other person and they stay in character. And it's basically like the Matrix. It's like people live in, a, it's like a whole other reality. With ongoing, you'd love it because it's kind of like wrestling, ongoing storylines and characters, sure. and it's like a so, it's like a virtual machinima soap opera that you can participate in. And the most popular or the biggest one of these servers is called the NoPixel server. What they did was they built this incredibly um, impressive, modded, customized version of the game that allows all this role playing to happen. Apparently, it's very difficult to get in. I'm very fortunate I was invited to be a part of it. A lot of the biggest Twitch streamers are on there. A lot of very popular characters and, you know, very unpopular uh, characters like me like you. Yeah. Uh, are also there. Um, and I've been doing it for about a week and I've become this other, this other character. And it's really, really fun. I am, uh, I, I play a character by the name of Gary Mitchell, who is a gangster from the East end of London, who is currently laying low in Los Santos while the heat from a job that went sideways dies down, blows over. Uh, while I'm in town, I'm looking to make some money. I'm not fussy about how I do it. You know, and uh, hilarity ensues. I've been playing it almost every night. We banked a lot of co- uh, banked a lot of uh, content. The wonderful kebabs from the kind of funny community is actually editing the show for me, and I'm working with kebabs. I'm doing because I don't know how to edit. He's doing all the editing for sure, me. He's done amazing work editing it. And the incredible Chris Tilton, who you you may know as one of the know, uh, one of the leading video game uh, composers out there, SimCity, Assassin's Creed. He's also worked with J.J. Abrams and Michael Giacchino and all these amazing people. Uh, apparently decided to slum it with me, took an interest in the show and said, hey, do you want me to write some theme music for the show? I said, my goodness, yes. Um, and uh, that all came together. Like, we've done several episodes of the show. We've already got three episodes live over on youtube.com slash gwitter. Uh, and you can catch the live episodes on the Twitch channel. Uh, there's going to be another episode going live at 
6 p.m. Pacific today as a YouTube premiere on my YouTube channel. But what we're unveiling today on Kind of Funny, I've uh-huh. been holding off the YouTube drop until we premiere it here, uh, is the full Red Band theatrical wow. trailer for the show that I edited myself trying to teach me. This this is really just a project for me to start to learn learn how to edit, to become self-sufficient a little bit with basic editing projects. Sure, you want to ditch kebabs, I, I understand. Yeah, I get kebabs. He's exactly, you won't believe how much he wants. He's stone. so expensive. Stepping stone, sure. Greek grasping, grasping for money. All right, well, Gary, I think it's time to watch this trailer. Let's see what you got here. Yeah, again, the key is the, the muse. Oh, no. Go, go back, go back. Can we key this what? up properly, it's just please? That, yeah, no, let's go. Tell him. Um, we got a show to do. You know how much roll, news roll is it. happening roll the today? Clip. Roll the clip. Roll the clip. Boom. I have a bum. Here we go. <laughs> this is you want, that's how you want to bill yourself. This <laughs> granny is a killer. You look like you look like a friend of mine. Uh, is he good looking? No. The EMS injected you with gorilla blood? Yeah. What's that about? Can you guys tell that I have a prolapse from the back? Should I wear some more baggy pants or something? Oh my god. Oh no. Hey Sherry, it's Timothy Snapple Jr. Malcolm got sliced to pieces by a helicopter and then the helicopter blew up with Mick in it along with a religious guy. I was supposed to be here with my boyfriend, Dwayne. And this is his car. What happened to Dwayne? Oh my God, what the fuck? Yeah, and I'm already, I'm, I'm, I've already had enough of you. Why don't you fuck off? I've had enough of you. Yeah, just like did fuck off. Well, fuck off then. Go fuck yourself. Get out. What are you going to Tesco with your mate? for Blue's Clues. We are going to the hospital because Malcolm can't hold his face together. Should we go to the hospital? I mean, the casino sounds better, to be honest. So that um, that blonde that you uh, that you saw and heard, uh, uh, saw and heard there—that's actually the wonderful uh, Felicia Day playing uh, Cherry Claire Dinwiddie on the show. It's an all-star cast. It's You're loaded with celebrities. Loaded with celebrities. When when can people see this on youtube.com slash Gary Uh So that trailer is going to drop both the red band and the green band version are going to drop on YouTube right after today's show. Right. If yep. you yep. prefer to have your F-bombs bleeped, you know, we've got to do the green band theatrical version. The red band, you know, is for the cool kids. Yeah. Kind of, bunny, kind of funny best friends. Uh, the first three episodes are on my YouTube channel right now. Episode four drops tonight at 6 p.m. as a YouTube premiere. Episode five on Friday. And uh, we're going to keep going until we run out of uh, ridiculous shit to do, which uh, right now we already have en- enough for like 15, 20 episodes content banked. So it's going to it's going to be going for a while. It's the Last new thing, Greg. Los Santos. It's you're a crazy person. And I don't know how you keep doing stuff like this, but you keep doing it. And God bless you, Gary. We love you. You know, you know, Blessing is uh, interested in getting involved. in. The no, role he, I just started talking to him about playing Fallout 76. So that's what he's going to be doing from now on. Oh, but enough about that. 
We need to talk, ladies and gentlemen, about the new Switch rumors, Xbox Live dying, and the Monster Hunter Rise reviews coming in, because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. On patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can be part of the show with your questions, comments, concerns, everything about the daily news cycle here in the land of video games. Of course, if you are on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can get the show ad-free you can get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every week weekday and you can keep the show rolling however if you have no bucks to toss our way it's no big deal you can get every episode of kind of funny games daily for free on youtube.com slash kind of funny roosterteeth.com and on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday uh, housekeeping for you snyder cut in review is done and longer than the movie and there's a new kind of funny podcast up right now on youtube.com slash kind of funny and of course podcast services around the globe thank you to our patreon producers at the nanobiologist aka mick abramson blackjack trent berry and blackjack again today we're brought to you by doordash gabby and game attack but i'll tell you about that later for now let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the roper report Time for some news. What's Seven in the news? items on the Roper Report. Are we going to continue this trend of since I moved to two days, Tuesdays, the news actually being good? Uh, yeah, you crushed it. You, you've, you, this was the best move of your life. You moved here. You screwed over blessing. Honestly, exactly the grass is so much greener on this side of the fence. On Wednesday, it was a fucking barren wasteland of news. Yeah. On yeah. Tuesdays, it's just popping off every week. I love it. Kevin is cursing under his breath because the audio, ch the chat has told him he had no audio when he was do 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 doos. So that's a slap on your wrist, Kevin. It's a sla slap on your no, wrist. Do -do -do Kevin. I hope you no. Number one, Gary. I have more Switch. I'm calling it Switch Pro. Rumors. The next Switch. Whatever they're going to do with it. The new Switch. Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Hit me. We start with uh, Takashi uh, Mochizuki and Ian King at Bloomberg. Nintendo plans to adopt an upgraded NVIDIA Corp chip with better graphics and processing for a new Switch model planned for the year-end shopping season, according to people familiar with the matter. The new Switch iteration will support NVIDIA's Deep Learning Super Sampling, or DLSS, a novel rendering technology that uses artificial intelligence to deliver higher fidelity graphics more efficiently. That will allow the console, which is also set for an OLED display upgrade, to reproduce game visuals at 4K quality when plugged into a TV, said the people who asked not to be identified because the plan is not public. The U.S. company's newest chipset will also bring a better CPU and increased memory. DLSS support will require new code to be added to games, so it will primarily be used to improve graphics for upcoming games, said the people, including multiple game developers. Bloomberg News previously reported that the new Switch is likely to include a 7-inch OLED screen from Samsung Display Co. Uh, and a couple of the consoles released with a bounty of new games. NVIDIA and Nintendo representatives declined to comment. Analysts expect the new Switch to be offered at a higher price than the current model's $299, US a level unchanged since the Switch's initial release in 2017. Bloomberg Intelligence Matthew Canterman uh, foresees an increase of as much as $100. Gary Witta, Mr. Animal Talking himself, That's are you right. ready for a new Switch? I mean, I'm half the reason why the Switch is as popular as it is. Everyone saw Animal Talking and said, fuck, I've got to go out and get a Switch. 100% so correct. Can, you know, get That's the fact. cultural phenomenon. 2020's hottest talk show. 100%. But now, so what does this do for you then? A new Switch in that really the benefits would be on games going forward, not so much something like Animal Crossing. 
I mean, I'm excited about it. What, what's it's surprising to me because I actually was very, um, I was very skeptical about the idea of a Switch Pro for a long time. I remember thinking these rumors are bullshit. You see this all the time. These clickbait, you know, there's there's so many of these YouTube clickbait websites out there sure. saying, you know, this has been confirmed. New Apple, this new Nintendo, that, and it's all bullshit. It's all clickbait bullshit. <coughs> Excuse me. And so when Nintendo, these Nintendo rumors started about the Switch Pro. I really wrote a lot of them off. Like, now, come on, Nintendo, because it didn't fit the Nintendo pattern, right? Nintendo has never been interested in competing in, like, the tech spec dick measuring wars, right? They're quite happy sure. to just do, you know, Nintendo, Xbox and and uh, and, um, and PlayStation, they can compare, you know, uh, uh, teraflops all day long. Nintendo doesn't give a fuck about teraflops. They just want to entertain you, and, you know, they'll do that any way that they can with, like, weird gimmicks. And But it's never been about power. The Switch is an amazingly powerful system for what it is, but it's not like super high powered. That's why certain games just, you know, you're not going to see Cyberpunk on Switch anytime soon, I don't think. Um, so I was very dismissive of these rumors, but I think we are past a point now, right, where this is speculation. Like this feels, it's coming, it's right? Yeah, these these sure. rumors cannot be denied. You know, we're hearing about supply chain things, screens being ordered, a level of detail which is suggesting this is definitely coming. It's only a matter of time, I guess, before they announce it. I'm still surprised. I, 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 am, and I am and I'm not because. Um, on the one hand, the Switch is still great for what it is, right? I mean, it's sure. still, you know, the, the games on it still look great. You know, it, it doesn't really feel, to me, that I don't know about you, Greg, but I don't really feel like the Switch is showing its age. It's still very impressive for, for what it is. Um, you know, it's sure, not a Series I, X, it's not a PlayStation 5, but again, the point is it doesn't need to be. It's a you great come system. in talking about the, you know, graphic dick measuring contest that Nintendo doesn't get into, right? They've gone their own way. What I would counter with is that Nintendo, of course, uh, in, I would say infamous obviously carries a negative connotation famous for uh, going and doing iterations of their units to get you to buy it. Whether we're talking about the DS to the DS Lite to the new 3DS to 3DS itself, you know, I mean, all that right. uh, the clamshell GBA, right? Like what I see more here is them trying to get as much juice out of the switch which continues to be a runaway success which continues yeah. to sell so crazy the idea here of course is to put out a new switch that gives you better visuals gives you a better screen gives you probably better battery in terms of uh, for somebody like me who's still using their og 2017 switch give you all these bells and whistles and get you to buy a switch again so that you continue to exist in this software library that you already have history with you already have your animal crossings you already have your zeldas and then also get you excited and ready to see what the game's could look like what i mean you imagine the big selling point for this is going to be breath of the wild 2 that's the hope right that you know they're talking about a game here yeah, to improve the, graphics on upcoming yeah. titles that's the one they'll launch it with a big title or that that'll be optimized for the pro world I, I i don't know what they're going to call it you know nintendo will always have these weird naming schemes for their hardware i bet they call it the new nintendo switch yeah yeah i mean i wouldn't be at all surprised and you know i said earlier that the switch is not really showing its age and i, I don't think it is i think it's doing tremendously well and, and the other thing that surprised me again if the switch was starting to slow down in sales you think nintendo might well say oh, we need a bit of a boost we need some new hardware in the channel but it's not right the switch is still selling like gangbusters so it's not like they need to do it having said that the Switch is now four years old. It had its four-year anniversary earlier this month. That is absolutely puts you in the window for some kind of you know mid-cycle uh, refresh or refresh, something. Yeah. They, they do do that all the time. We've seen that with the 3DS, as you rightly say. Um, so I do, I do think we will see a new Nintendo Switch or a Switch Pro or a Switch 4K, whatever you want to call it. I think we'll see it this holiday. Um, the question is, what does it mean for games going forward? I, get, I guess all games will just be the same, except if you put them in a Switch... In, a, yep. in an enhanced Switch, you'll get better performance. They're not going to be like Switch Pro exclusive titles, right? Nintendo wouldn't do that, I don't think. 
Well, they've done it before. I don't think they would do it here. No, I don't think that's what this will be. I think this will be getting the most out of something, but I think it'll be, you know, your way around it. What you're talking you're saying, you know, the switch isn't showing its age. And I think it's because obviously there's so many indies on switch. There's so many things, but I mean, like, look at how slow animal crossing is to load and stuff like that. Like there's oh, for definitely sure, yeah. optimization things that could happen. And I think that would be what you're seeing where, yeah, breath of the wild yeah. 2 will play on a regular Nintendo switch, but you won't have this high fidelity graphics that'll be more efficient. You won't have this DLSS. It won't look Look as sharp and i'd imagine there'd be a load time difference i think and what's interesting is i think you will actually see the better um enhancements visually on the portable screen like you know if you if you if you look at these oh, 4k man, the, images the sexy screen pulled up i mean if you look at if you look at those 4k enhancements that you'll probably see on like a switch pro compared to like the 1080p version you got on a regular switch you go yeah it definitely looks better in 4k but compare the screen you have on a switch now to this bigger Samsung, the seven inch screen they're talking about. Yeah. Is, 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 is it OLED? I don't know exactly what it is, but like that's, that's yeah, going to pop. Like, that's, gonna, that's really going to pop. Yeah. So that's I think what that's I, I mean, honestly, that's this. I keep looking over here. I, my Switch cases are over here. My Switch is in the TV. But that's what I'm excited about is getting rid of that bezel on the Switch and coming all the way out and just having it be pure screen like an iPhone. Oh, like, yeah. Like almost like a waterfall thing that they have on these totally. high end smartphones. That yeah. would be, that would be amazing. I, I, you know, I think the market's ready for it. You know, we just, you know, PlayStation and Xbox obviously just re upped their offerings. Maybe it is, you know, I, it, the more I think about it, it's the right time. Four years I mean, in, you know, the Switch has definitely been out there for a while. To come back Why to your point now? that you made earlier, right, of like the Switch is still selling so well, like there's no yeah. gun to their head to do this. And it will keep continue to sell well. Yeah, and it, that's the thing, right? There's all you never want it to be that you see the switch has its first down month, and then that's when you try to kick this into gear. You want it to dovetail before, like even right. before yeah. it falls. Yeah, you don't, Let yeah, alone, you don't want to wait until it starts to trend down. You want to, you, you never want to see a dip. Let alone, this would be the offering that is going for people like us who already own a Switch and didn't buy a Switch Lite, right? We're looking to buy, we, like, we. I'm always looking for an excuse to upgrade to something new. These, yeah, this course. gives me the excuses, but if you're a mom or you're a dad and you're trying to get your kid invest, your kid wants a Switch, you can still buy the cheaper models and give them that, right, while they figure yeah, out you don't and, need you this know, fancy dancy one. In, in, in reference to what the, the actual story that you quoted this morning, like the DLSS technology is really cool. Anyone who's been, you know, rocking a a high-end NVIDIA card on a PC knows what DLSS can can bring. It's really, really amazing. The funny thing is, though, and this is what we've learned so far from this new generation Switch, is that the stuff that makes the biggest difference is often the least sexy stuff. But you just mentioned it, faster loading times. Anyone who's played on a PS5 or a Series X or a Series S mm -hmm. knows that the biggest quality of life improvement, the thing that blows you away the most, is just how snappy games are to load. It's a, yeah. It makes a huge, huge difference. And you're right, there's a lot of loading times on Animal. We actually saw it with Animal talking all the time, trying to get a guest onto the set. Sometimes took too long because the game just took too long, too long to load them in. Um, and we don't want to wait around, you know, when we're playing video games. We just want to be in the action all the time. So faster loading times, um, higher resolution, bigger screen. What do you think for a price? 399 do you think they'll go yeah, high on it yeah that's what they're they're pitching down here and that would make sense right cuz chat or slash you're wrong of course that's your job if you're watching live correct us if we get anything wrong it's 199 for switch lite 299 for regular switch and then we'd be talking about 399 for this right chat is uh, actually I'll just look at chat chat am i right about that yes says nanobiologist who would tell me if i was wrong so like you want to talk about like a litany of offerings right there right of the 199 299 399 like you can find your sweet spot in there and eventually yeah i think that 299 price point falls away they stop making that switch this is the switch but for launch that's where you'd be i think I it makes sense they, i think it's I great i can't wait get to get rid it. of i wonder if they get rid of the original switch and just go with the switch Lite and whatever the new one is eventually i think that eventually happens i mean it, it might be that thing where 
I, I think they would continue for a while with that so that they are, are giving you options, but I think eventually, yeah, you fall away from I'll that. Make, I'll, make, I'll make two predictions. Two predictions from Gary, everybody. Click this, come back to me at the holidays and we'll talk. One, it, it'll be out this holiday. Two, you will not be able to get one. Mm. Well, you know, we talked about it yesterday on Games Daily, of course, in the world is too, of this whole uh, chip shortage that's going on and how it's becoming yeah. an actual crisis. That's, so that that's I, a real issue, yeah. How this actually plus plays these, into plus it, i these I'm not fucking sure. scalpers and their bots and everything else, sure. it, all, it all adds up to a fucked up situation, Greg. Sure. As uh, Public Enemy said. They did say that. Yeah, Speaking of fucked up situations, Gregway, number two on the Roper Report, Microsoft is in talks to buy Discord. This is Dina Bass and Katie Roof over at Bloomberg.com. Microsoft is in talks to acquire Discord, a video game chat community, for more than $10 billion, according to people familiar with the matter. Discord has been talking to potential buyers, and software giant Microsoft is in the running, but no deal is imminent, said the people, who asked not to be identified because discussions are private. Discord is more likely to go public than sell itself, one person said. Representatives from Microsoft and Discord declined to comment. VentureBeat reported earlier on Monday that Discord was engaged in sales talks. San Francisco-based Discord is best known for its free service that lets gamers communicate by video, voice, and text. And people stuck at home during the pandemic have increasingly used its technology for study groups, uh, dance classes, book clubs, and other virtual gatherings. It has more than 100 million active users uh, and been elaborating on its communication tools to turn it into a place to talk rather than merely a gamer-centric chat platform. Microsoft, which last year sought to buy social media app TikTok and held talks to acquire Pinterest Inc., has been shopping for assets that would provide access to thriving communities of users, according to people familiar with the company's thinking. Microsoft's Xbox business has also been expanding the suite of subscription perks it provides as part of its Game Pass offering. Microsoft shares were up about 1.2% in the first minutes of trading Tuesday. Quote, Microsoft possibly acquiring Discord makes a lot of sense as it continues to reshape its gaming business more towards software and services, said Bloomberg intelligence analyst Matthew Canterman, who was just making the fucking rounds today. Good for you, Matt. Uh, quote, there's a big opportunity to bundle Discord's premium offer, Nitro, uh, into the Game Pass service to drive more subscriptions from the last reported 18 million. After Microsoft's recent $7.5 billion purchase of ZeniMax Media Incorporated, owner of the Elder Scrolls and Doom publisher Bethesda Works, uh, Softworks, uh, an acquisition of Discord would signal the Redmond, Washington-based software giant's willingness to keep investing in its video game unit. Quote, we expect Xbox to remain acquisitive uh, to keep bolstering the value proposition of Game Pass and drive subscriptions higher, Matt said. Uh, Discord reached out to Microsoft to gauge interest, and Xbox chief Phil Spencer has been talking to the company, according to one person. The company raised $100 million at a $7 billion, uh, in value, or $7 billion valuation last year, according to PitchBook. Discord has also held discussions with Epic Games Incorporated and Amazon.com Inc. in the past, according to two people familiar with the matter. Epic didn't immediately respond to requests for comments. Amazon declined to comment. Gary. Discord. Microsoft. A marriage made in heaven. What do you think? It's a big story, Greg. I'm trying to balance it with this other breaking story I'm seeing over here with the news that uh, some unlucky customer apparently found shrimp tails in his box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's not what you want to see, is it? No, it's not what I want to see. No, I don't want to see, Gary. I mean, <laughs> on the Discord front, I love that word uh, acquisitive. Yeah. Um, and Microsoft has been acquisitive AF recently, wouldn't mm -hmm. you say? Mm -hmm. You know, Bethesda, holy shit. Uh, and now Discord. First of all, props to the people who built Discord for turning it into a, uh, 
$10 billion business. That's the number that's being thrown around right now. That's the dream, right? Start, do a startup, build it up into something, sell it to Microsoft for $10 billion, and fuck off to some desert island earning 20%, right? That's the Kevin, dream. what's the valuation of Kind of Funny right now? Thanks, Kevin. Uh, I believe $2 million, somewhere $2 million. There. That's not that high. I don't want to sell No, it's not good. It's not no, good. No, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, it's a... It, it would be a fascinating purchase for Xbox, especially when I consider the fact that, like, you know, Xbox Live, which we're about to change to the Xbox network and we'll talk about next, right? I've always thought Xbox does the communication tools so well, and it's PlayStation that really could use some help and really could I've, – I've wanted – I mean, and I, I've wanted it, I say, as, like, as a PlayStation person. I'm sure Xbox people have wanted it too. I would love to see Discord integrated on both systems where it is that there's just a Discord app I can run in the background like I run Spotify and be able to use all the benefits of Discord while playing a game on whatever platform I want. That's the yeah, dream. Yeah, that's an it's, option right now it's for fascinating. Xbox, right? I, I do want. I do want to get. I'm going to address the Discord question in just a moment. I do want to ask since you raised it. If Phil Spencer were to give you a call, Greg, and say, "Listen, we love what you're doing over there at Kind of Funny. We want to turn it into like the official. Like it's Kind of Funny Xbox now, the official platform of uh, of uh, of Xbox, and we'll bring you all in house. Uh, what kind of uh, what kind of dough is uh, Phil having to put on the table to uh, to Lots pique your interest? Yeah, Lots a lot of dough. Of dough. Yeah, but probably like way more than we're worth. By his standards, very little. Oh my God. It I mean, for Phil mean, Spencer, he'd probably find that between his fucking couch cushions. Exactly. Don't you think? <laughs> like, it would not be a big deal. I know I've talked personally a lot of shit about Xbox, but I'll take it all back. I'll take all of it back. You say the word, Phil. So a couple of things. First of all, Discord, as we all know, it has become a part of our daily lives. There's, I know people like to bellyache about Discord all the time, as we do, do about many things. Yeah, people, it's always, it's the internet. Someone's always complaining about something. But Discord is, you know, I think for the most part, a pretty solid piece of software that we've all come to rely on. We're doing this chat on Discord Discord. right now. We're doing it on Discord. Here's my thing about Discord. First off, I never thought twice about Discord uh, before pandemic. We started filming the shows in it. It's just not something I, I I was using. I'm not a I'm not the message board. I like Reddit. I don't I don't need the message board chat roomy kind of thing in Discord. Right? Okay. It was like oh, I'm okay. glad people like that. I'm glad that's there for them. I'd occasionally sign up for one to like check in, but I'd always forget about it and never do it. Right. I'm so impressed with how Discord works, how good it works for what we do, and then yeah, the additive stuff and the fact that it's literally just this cohesive tissue that's everywhere now where everyone has a discord everything has there's a million different chat rooms and things going on over here it's not my cup of tea to go use it for that but i appreciate that it's yeah. there i appreciate it it's yeah a cool way to i mean look, we, these 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 kind of sidecar audio apps have been around for a long time i remember back in the days when i was in a warcraft guild i we used ventrilo we used Teamspeak. these apps have been around forever discord came along and basically became the de facto you know, like like if Ventrilo and 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 Teamspeak were like MySpace and and uh, and Friendster, Discord is Facebook, right? It came along and just said, "This is our fucking show now. We're just going to run the show." Yeah. And they've done, they have done a great job of it. We actually Discord is what we use for all our celebrity interviews on Animal Talking. It has great features that that, that enabled that uh, to happen. I actually do like the community stuff. If you're a streamer, if you've got your own channel, you probably also have a Discord. Hey, go check out mine, discord.gg slash L-O-G. Join the Legion of Gary. It's always popping off over there. These little community rooms are great. People are using it for work. The Discord has like become this. It started as you know voice game chat for games, but it's grown into something much, much bigger. Um, yeah. $10 billion, that's no joke. What's interesting about this is you know just the other day, you know because the new Microsoft headset came out for the Xbox, Paris was talking about how... 
uh, he was because the, the the Microsoft headset will plug into two Bluetooth sources at once, right? Yeah. And Paris was like, "Oh, does that mean that I can have Discord voice chat and the game in my uh, headset?" It turns out you can. Um, so a lot of people like to use Discord even when other options are available. It's just where we all are. It's just what we use already. Um, and so Microsoft bringing in house, I don't know what that's going to look like. But I think it would probably be very good for Microsoft's, you know, voice chat services and offerings, um, you know, to buy all that technology, bring it all in. It's a very well-known brand name. Yeah. I don't know what it means for for is it will it if you're on PlayStation, will you still be able to have disc? I don't know who the fuck knows what's going to happen. My what what Kevin? No. I don't think you're going to be using Discord for. I don't think it's going to be. It's never going to get built into. PlayStation now. That's be, the, that, maybe that would be the Xbox. deal. That would be the backbreaker, right? Where yes, I but, think that you would still be able to use Discord. Obviously, it's still going to continue as it is, but there'll yeah. be now be a level of like Xbox integration or something. Exactly. You know I think Xbox like. would get the app. Xbox would get the right. native experience. Right. That would be. Right. And again, it goes exactly to what we're always talking about. You know, there's a new episode of PS I Love You XOXO up right now on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games talking about uh, the rumor that PlayStation is going to be ending the Vita, PSP, and PS3 PlayStation stores, so you couldn't buy new digital games on those platforms and you know part of that conversation me and blessing have is such a is me going back and forth i'm like how crazy it is the complete opposite approaches xbox and playstation are taking in all this where xbox and granted it's what we've talked about forever xbox building this foundation of services since they don't have the games at the moment but if they were to get discord it's yet another feather in their cap of why it would be best to play games like the games on yeah. xbox I don't know. Uh, and, you know, maybe, you know, Discord does have this premium service called Nitro that gets you access to like higher bitrate audio yep. and games and all kind we of use stuff. that right now. <laughs> that, will, that will probably get rolled into some kind of Game Pass premium yep. offering or something. Microsoft's big strategy right now is just keep make, just keep Add adding value. value to Game Pass until it becomes impossible to say no to. They've obviously done a great job of doing that. I don't know what this means for Discord or Discord integration into Microsoft or how their voice chat's going to work going forward. It's too early to say. Who knows? What I do know, what this does demonstrate, is the first point there is that Microsoft is fucking hungry right now, Greg. They're just yeah. gobbling up shit, buying up shit, splashing the cash, lay, putting the money on the table, and and really being seemingly way more aggressive and way more competitive in the you know buying Bethesda obviously was a huge deal. Uh, more and more stuff coming like Game Pass. They just keep plussing up and plussing up to almost ridiculous degree now. It's an offer. Really, and if you're on Xbox, Game Pass is an offer you can't refuse. Discord. Who the fuck knows what's next? Microsoft definitely like someone lit a fire under Microsoft this generation because they are very, 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 very aggressive right now. I love you love to see it. You want to see that competition. Yeah, and I mean, and you know, I think we're talking about the most recent strikes, but let's not look past Double Fine, uh, Ninja Theory. Like they they've been on a roll here of establishing what the second part of a platform gamers want, right? Like I think we've talked for a long time about Game Pass and how amazing that is and all the services they're doing and all the gamer first choices they're making, but they are snapping up uh, uh, first parties. They are building a stable of exclusives you're only going to get on Xbox. And then you start tossing this in there. This is going to be the best place to also the easiest place to talk. So I'm not using a phone and I'm using an earbud. And I'm using a headset while I play something on PlayStation when I want to play with a bunch of Avengers. Who knows? But I think this is a great move for them. And it'll be interesting to see if Discord does just go public or if they do sell. It's good. It's good. It's good for everyone. It's good for gamers on both sides of the equation when no one company has two dominant elites. Sony obviously had a very, very dominant lead in the last generation, continues to have one now. Um, and, 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 you know, they're still making great games and Microsoft's doing great. You know, Microsoft's being very aggressive trying to catch up. I don't want, I don't, I never want to see one company like far ahead of the other. As long as they're like this, as long as it's like a neck and neck race, 
that's what's going to keep both of those companies hungry fighting for your business because you know they 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 want to stay ahead and you know that that kind of competition is i think just good uh for us in general so i'm you know i I don't know what this discord deal is going to look like if true if it comes through maybe it won't i don't know but if it does who knows what it looks like i just know that it's another sign that microsoft is is uh way more aggressive uh right now than we've seen them in the past 100 percent uh number three on the roper report xbox live is dead Long live Xbox Network. This is Tom Warren at The Verge. Microsoft is rebranding Xbox Live to Xbox Network. Instances of the new branding started appearing in the Xbox dashboard recently for beta testers, with clips being uploaded to, quote, Xbox Network instead of Xbox Live. Microsoft has now confirmed the name change. Quote, Xbox Network refers to the underlying Xbox online service, which was updated in the Microsoft Services Agreement, says a Microsoft spokesperson in a statement to The Verge. Quote, the update from Xbox Live to Xbox Network is intended to distinguish the underlying service from Xbox Live Gold memberships. Microsoft has used Xbox Live to refer to its underlying Xbox service since its original launch 18 years ago. Larry Herb, uh, better known as Major Nelson, has also been known as Xbox Live's Major Nelson for years, but now uh, Major Nelson is referring himself as Xbox's Major Nelson. Hints at a name change originally appeared back in August after Microsoft updated its services agreement. At the time, Microsoft said it wasn't rebranding the service and had no plans to discontinue Xbox Live Gold. Instead, Microsoft went on to announce a price hike for Xbox Live Gold that the company was forced to quickly reverse. Microsoft is now planning to drop the subscription requirement for free-to-play games on its Xbox network in the coming months. Games like Fortnite will no longer require Xbox Live Gold as a result, but Microsoft hasn't yet confirmed exactly when the paywall will be removed. Good, or, you know, whatever. I think it, I, I, I like, the, again, that Xbox is fluid and down to change things. I mean, I'm not super excited about this one. I don't really get it. I mean, it's not like um, an exciting thing. It's just a thing. Xbox has never been good at naming things, right? They, sure. Ever since the 360, they got themselves all tangled up with this naming scheme. Um, and this is why we have this, all this confusion with the Xbox One and the One S and the One X and now the Series S and the Series X. It's created a lot of confusion. Uh, I don't love it. Uh, I think it's an area where Sony does have an edge which with a much simpler to understand naming scheme. Xbox Live, however, I always thought was kind of a good name and it's been around since the beginning. I, I, I've been an Xbox Live member since the OG Xbox. Um, and I don't know, it, it's, it's an established brand. They've spent years establishing. Everyone knows what Xbox Live is. Why, I don't know, why change it? I, I, because I doesn't, know. It, are, like that, Xbox Live was established when online gaming was something different, when it, we didn't know what that was, when that was a new thing. Now all of our devices, my fucking coffee maker has a, is connected to Wi-Fi. Like, everything is on a, is ready to go. But so I, I'm I sure, get, I'm sure fucking marketing consultants that know much more about this than me, you know, understand it better and, and, reason, and there's a reason why they're making this decision. I, I don't get it. Hey, it's trying to simplify so you don't get confused when you look at Xbox Live Gold and understand that's a subscription. And then if Xbox Live is, if Xbox Live is just the online version of it, then what is? Do I have to pay for that because it's on Xbox Live? Well, no, you'd have to pay for Xbox Live Gold if you want to use this. But Xbox Live's all the network features they come to you regardless. Well, it's an Xbox Live Gold. Well, Xbox Live Gold has the access to Xbox Live. No, it just gets confusing. Like said, they've, I mean, they've, they've they've always had these the, the, this, this confusing offering with the console names with the service names. I don't, but I don't think this is. This helps them. This, this ain't it. Any, no, this, it ain't, it. this ain't it, Greg. Right. I think it's something that nobody cares about, and it'll be fine. It's just changed. I, 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 I certainly don't. What else you got? 
in the live chat, uh, quarter 1988 says, is there any PlayStation news today? Uh, I will answer no motherfucker. I don't make the news. I just report it. Number four drink box is revealing its next game Friday at ID at Xbox's showcase. This is Eddie at GameSpot. Drinkbox, the developer behind the Guacamelee series, will announce a new game during the upcoming independent game showcase from Xbox. The studio confirmed this in a tweet saying the company is, quote, stoked to tell you more about it. Uh, new game announcements from Devolver, Curve Digital, and Deer Villagers are also on tap for the showcase, which takes place this Friday, March 26th. Quote, it's something completely new from us, not a sequel, the developer said, confirming it won't be a new Guacamelee title or a sequel to its 2016 game Severed. The ID at Xbox showcase for Friday, March 26th, will feature more than 100 games from independent studios around the world. The event will include new game announcements from not only Drinkbox, but also Fall Guys developer, or I'm sorry, Fall Guys publisher, Devolver Digital. That's a bit misleading. Thomas was a lone publisher, also misleading, Curve Digital, and Dear Villagers, the publisher of The Forgotten City. Uh, I'm not misleading, but you think of those uh, coming from those devs. They aren't coming from those devs. Anyways, the event begins 9 a.m. Pacific on March 26th and will be showcased uh, on Twitch. Uh, GameSpot will report back with the news, but you won't have to worry about it. We'll recap it. Are we doing a reacts to it? I don't know, and I didn't ask Tim. You know what I mean? Nobody knows. Uh, but I, I, I'm a huge Drinkbox fan, as you know, have been since uh, they were a, a PlayStation pub fund. So I'm excited to see what they have up their sleeve this Friday. Gary Witta. Are you excited yeah. for this idea at Xbox Showcase? Yeah, I think I've said before, Greg, generally I'm more excited about the indie uh, events than I am the AAA ones because you're more likely to see something like totally out of the box that you didn't, you weren't expecting. Yeah, these AAA events, like there's often impressive games, but like, oh, here's another third person cover shooter. Here's another big epic open world fucking thing. With, but with, with the indie game showcases, like you never know what is going yeah. to be around the corner. Like it's like really original ideas, really weird stuff. Um, I, like, I like the indie directs that Nintendo does. I love uh, Idea Xbox. I would say all three um of the major companies right now nintendo microsoft and sony have all done a really good job of cultivating and fostering uh indie game development on their platforms and it's been good for everyone yeah i'm excited to see what they have up their sleeves as well and obviously can't wait to see what Drinkbox is working on because those guys are great uh for now though let me tell you what's great on patreon.com slash kind of funny games if you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can get all of our shows with a, a special post show you can watch us record shows live like we did yesterday with ps i love you xoxo like you could with gamescast today even though we're talking about something embargoed so i'm not sure if the whole thing's muted or what's going on doesn't matter. More importantly for right now on Patreon.com slash games, you can get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games daily ad-free. But guess what, Jack? Or I guess, I'm sorry. Guess what? Quarter 1988. You ain't watching on Patreon.com slash games right now. So let me tell you about our sponsors. Number one, DoorDash. Did you forget that one thing at the store? Now you can get snacks, drinks, and household essentials in 30 minutes with DoorDash. DoorDash connects you with restaurants you love right now and right to your door. And now you can get the grocery essentials you need with DoorDash too. Get drinks, snacks, and other household items delivered in under an hour. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want, and your items will be left safely outside your door with the contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Australia, and now Canada, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national chains like Popeye's, Chipotle, and Cheesecake Factory. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code GAMES2021. For our Canadian listeners, use the code GAMESCA. 
That's $25 off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code GAMES2021 in the U.S. and GAMESCA in Canada. Don't forget that's code GAMES2021 or GAMESCA for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. Up next is Gabby. We're all looking to save money, right? Especially now. So let me ask you this. How do you like to keep an extra $961 a year in your pocket? That's how much Gabby customers save per year on average on car and home insurance. That's why when shopping for insurance, you should use Gabby. Uh, This is the time of year we all start shopping for insurance. Well, Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. Just link your current insurance insurance account, and in minutes, you'll be able to see quotes with the exact same coverage you currently have. Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. I bet that'd be nice to have in your pocket every year. Uh, If they can't find you savings like they did for Tim Gettys, then they'll let you know so you can relax knowing you have the best rate out there. And they'll never sell your info, so no annoying spam or robocalls. You're probably overpaying on car or home insurance. See how much Gabby can save you. It's totally free to check out, and there's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash Games Daily. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash Games Daily. Gabby.com slash Games Daily. And our final sponsor of the day is Game Attack. Did you know that the average follower count for the top 17 sub two channels on Twitch is 3.2 million followers? Well, let me tell you the follower count for the 18th most sub two channel game attack is only 30,000 followers. That's because right now they, a smaller brand with an amazing audience, just like the kind of funny best friends are proving you don't have to have a huge audience to be a success. You just have to have an inviting supportive one. March to the top is game attacks month long mission to ascend past the 1% of household Twitch channels and show our ecosystem that viewer count should not be the only important thing to gauge. After uh, the show, you can watch Game Attack trying to outrace its own audience. As every five new subs they get, Sean Bolin is forced to stay in his smelly Link cosplay and grab another Korok seed. Yesterday, they were the 19th ranked channel. And with your support yesterday, best friends, they are now at 18. So let's keep pushing them up that mountain. Go to twitch.tv slash gameattack, everybody. We did a crossover stream with them yeah, last week, two weeks ago. It's all a blur now. It was so much fun, and those guys are so great, and they're doing something really cool here. But for now, Gary, back to the news. Again, Sea Order 1988 said, is there any PlayStation news? And I am happy to report that number five, no, Sea Order, go fuck off. This one's Monster Hunter Rise Review Roundup. That's right, the Monster Hunter on Switch. Uh, When I was checking this morning, the Metacritic was at 86. Easy Allies gave it a nine. Ben Moore reported, even with a few complaints, Monster Hunter Rise is an excellent addition to the series that carries high expectations. Rather than just follow what's been successful in the past, Rise goes out of its way to experiment with bold new ideas and make it a more captivating game, whether it's your first Monster Hunter or you've cooked thousands of well-done steaks before. The modest power of the Switch does little to diminish the thrill of the hunt, considering how great the game looks and runs. Without a doubt, Rise isn't just a worthwhile Monster Hunter entry, but an essential game for anyone who owns Nintendo's hybrid console. 
Up next was IGN. They gave it an 8.0. Tom Mark says, Monster Hunter Rise mixes classic Monster Hunter ideas with some of world's best improvements and a whole bunch of clever new mechanics of its own. Not all of them are slam dunks, but they are all fun. And the introduction of wire bugs and the mobility they bring to every fight is so great I never want to give them up. The post-launch updates, Capcom is already teasing can't come soon enough, but Monster Hunter Rise is still a thrilling step forward in a series evolution towards a the normal, the new normal world so boldly introduced. I got there in the end. And then Game Informer gave it a 7.75. Uh, Jason Guisau uh, says, beyond mounting monsters and using the wire bug to wall run in spectacular fashion, not, not much else distinguishes Monster Hunter Rise from the installments that came before. It has enough endgame content to keep you occupied long after the credits roll, parentheses, if you don't mind spending copious amounts of time grinding, and multiplayer is still the optimal way to play. But the excitement of my early hunts waned before long. Monster Hunter Rise is far from being the next definitive chapter in the series. Nevertheless, if you're looking for a polished but conventional adventure uh, with a few small-scale nuances, then you'll be right at home in Kamara Village. Gary Witta, are you stoked for monster hunter rise on your nintendo switch um i i played a little monster hunter world when it first came out because it really looked like a lot of fun uh, yeah. and i think it, it, it seems like a really really good game that a lot of people are, are, are enjoying i just personally couldn't get into it i i fought a couple of monsters and it just it just you know i, I use this all the time like, it just wasn't my cup of tea i don't think it's a good, bad game i think it's a great oh, game not. just not for me um but i know a lot of people like it i think monster hunter rise looks like a really interesting uh, extension of it. I'm glad that it's on the Nintendo Switch. You know, opens it up to a whole new audience. It sounds maybe more accessible than Worlds, which is a good thing because that was the, uh, the reply. Like when you jump into Monster Hunter World, like, it's a fantastic world, really, really interesting. Um, but like, it's a lot. You know, you you get yeah. dumped in and it holds your hand a little bit, but it's a lot. You know, it, it you really have to. There's a there's a whole steep learning curve. Even the very first monster that I thought was holy shit, this is a lot. Yeah. Um, so if it, if this kind of takes the edge off that a little bit, then great. Um, I've been seeing similar positive reactions to it. It looks like a lot of fun. Again, probably not for me, but I'm I'm, I'm glad it's a thing that exists. You know, me, Jen, and big dog Kevin Coelho got huge into World. Played it for uh, more than yeah, well, well over 130 some hours. Had a great time with it. And so when this was coming up and I was like, Kevin, are we excited? Are we going to play? What would you say, Kevin? Nope. <laughs> he said, right. why would we? No, why would, why would we play this? We could go back to the other one. And he's like, do you really want to go play it on a, you know, and have it look less great than it did on World and all stuff? And it was kind of one of those things where I was like, you know what? I loved World so much. And when we put it down, Kevin was right. We put it down. And I was like, we'll come back for the expansions. It's and then when the expansions came, it was like, wait, what were we doing? And how are we doing? Yada, yada. Yeah. And so, like, there was part of me with this one that when it got announced, I'm like, oh, man. Like, yeah, start from scratch. Go. And then I was just like, but there's so many other things I want to play right now. And I, I've had that. And this is purely a Greg Miller thing. Again, I'm with Gary. If you love Monster Hunter and that's your jam, I'm not trying to uh, poop in your cereal here. Go have fun. Enjoy it. The scores are great. All about it. But for me, it's the same thing of like somebody who reviewed the PSP games, right? And played the Wii version of Monster Hunter. I didn't have that itch. And when World came around, it caught me off guard that I was into it again. Whereas this one, I'm in the same boat as I was, I think, pre-World or in that space where other Monster Hunters had come out where I was just like, I've had my fun with Monster Hunter. Go get him. The wire bug thing sounds interesting, but not enough that I'd want to jump in and go for it. My wife likes to say, don't yuck other people's yums. Words yeah, to exactly. live by. Go yeah. live. Uh, I have good news for number six. This number six news story is going to be very important for one of you in the chat. 
Sea Order 1988, it is not you. Lakers had 2432 said, Greg, is there any Pikmin news today? There is number six on the Roper Report. Niantic and Nintendo are working on a new Pikmin at mobile game. Uh, this is from Niantic. Uh, today, we are thrilled to announce a new partnership with Nintendo to jointly develop mobile titles built on Niantic's real-world AR technology, bringing Nintendo's beloved characters to life in new ways. We're honored that Nintendo has chosen Niantic to be its publisher of real-world AR applications. To kick off the partnership, Niantic and Nintendo are developing an app based on the Pikmin franchise. The app will include gameplay activities to encourage walking and make walking more delightful. Slated to launch later this year, this will be the first title created by our Tokyo studio since it was established in April 2018. We'll share more details about the apps in the coming months. We are excited to continue building on this partnership as we pursue our mission of encouraging people to explore the world together. Of course, Niantic, Pokemon Go. Uh, now they're getting even deeper here with Nintendo IPs by bringing in the one and only Pikmin. Gary, you love the Pikmin. Are you going to play this walking at? Yeah, I always like Pikmin. Always way back to the GameCube. I always thought it was kind of uh, delightful. Um, and if you want to do one of these AR on the go type games, Niantic is the company to be talking to. Obviously, you know, Pokemon uh, Go and, you know, these other games that they've done that really, you know, they, they're very good at this stuff. So it's a good, it's a good combination. Um, I very much like the idea of like going out into your backyard, you know, and, and having little, you can see little, little Pikmin's running around in your own backyard and that sure. could be really fun. Um, the problem that I have with AR, the technology is pretty great. If you've got like an iPhone. Uh, or, or a smartphone that can do it. It's the AR stuff's really cool. The problem is you don't want to be holding up a phone all the time to like look through that AR window. I think when AR is really going to take off is when it's an Apple are working on this and other companies are working on this when it's just built into your, into your, like the glasses that you're already wearing on your face, right? And you just your vision, yep. is, the, the, your entire field of vision is augmented, not just like a, a frame within your field of vision. You know what I mean? I think I think we're a couple of years away, two or three years away from that being like consumer level. Then that kind of stuff, I think, is going to really, really break out big. Uh, we'll see. I hope so. I think, it's, I, I think the AR stuff's really fun. Yeah, I wonder what the... I, my only thing with this is... Two, I guess it's twofold. Number one, what are Neantic slash Nintendo's expectations for a Pikmin uh, AR app? And then number two, am I about to be blown away by how popular a fucking Nintendo Neantic uh, Pikmin app is? Because that's always been the thing with Pikmin, where it's got I mean, a following, but it's the hardcore, it hardcore, hardcore Nintendo. And they even sound a little bit the same, but Pikmin is no Pokemon. I mean, yeah, Pikmin's exactly. cool, but it's not, obviously doesn't have the same level of uh, of cultural, you know, penetration that uh, the Pokemon does. But again, pick, pick, stop it. The Pikmin are very, very uh, specific to those backyard environments. So I can see, sure. I can see you having fun, like, if you're fortunate enough to, fortunate enough to have a backyard or to be able to go, like, to a local park I mean, or this something. This is about where, walking you know, around. This is about that, getting that would you be in the streets looking for. That Pikmin. would be your Pikmin native environment, you know. But yeah. I don't like to leave the house, Greg. So, like, if I can just sure, go fair, to the backyard, fair. that's 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 outdoors enough for me, you know. Sure. Um, so I go out in the backyard, fuck around with some Pikmin. You still got that back. hot tub back there, right? I do have a hot. Yeah, so there could be Pikmin. Like- there could be aquatic Pikmin in my hot tub, Greg. Exactly. You got it. Exactly. That's how it'll be. I keep I, tr- I keep trying to get you guys to come over to my hot tub. I mean, obviously, we can't do it right now. Beforehand, you were yeah. Kind of funny petri dish. Get, get on over here. Dude, we'll we're it. both vaccinated, and the CDC is like, hey, it's okay for yeah. everybody to be in a hot tub. I'm halfway, I'm halfway vaccinated. You're going to get vaccinated soon, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we'll have a we'll have a, um, we'll have have a a hot tub party. Kevin, when it's all set up, we're doing a, ga- a Games Daily Widow Wednesday on a Tuesday from Gary's Hot Tub. From okay? Live from the hot tub. Absolutely yeah, 100%. We can do that. That's, we can do that. Set up works. a couple boom we gotta mics. we got to do it. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah I, I, we'll I, I can it. get that all going. I can get that we all going. Ha- we you. absolutely have to do that. Some are yeah. spectacular. 
Number seven on the Roper Report is a section I call Studio Openings and Acquisitions, everybody's favorite. Uh, These are three bullet points. I don't think we have much to say about them, but I wanted them all on your radar. Amazon Montreal is starting up a studio. Amazon Games, or I guess you, you understood what I was going with that. Amazon Games today announced it has opened a new development studio in Montreal, Canada. The Montreal Studio, which joins a whole bunch of other ones, will focus on creating original AAA games. Amazon Games is actively hiring to build out the talented team with a variety of roles opening. The studio's founding members include industry veterans Luke Bouchard head of production Xavier Marquis creative director Alexandre Remy uh, head of product and Romain uh, Rimokov uh, content director uh, who most recent who most recently worked as the core team behind the tactical shooter Rainbow Six Siege which now has more than 70 million players since launch Uh, the studio's first project will be an online multiplayer based on a new IP building upon eight years of experience with Siege we are excited to start with a blank page and the creative freedom to create a completely unique experience in the multiplayer space said uh, xavier marquis creative director up next thq nordic has nabbed a new studio today thq nordic announces the incorporation of its newest studio ashbourne games ba- based in Brno ches oh Ch- Brno czech republic uh and takes a briefly looks into Roots and oh, it, well, this is from the actual thing, and there's a typo in it, but it doesn't matter. The studio unites different skill sets and experiences across several game genres and business models with titles like Arma, Mafia, Silent Hill, Downpour, Vigor, and the UFO trilogy. It is now focused on laying the groundwork for a brand new strategy slash RPG IP while simultaneously supporting Comanche in its early release phase, along with the game preview. Uh, 2K is also 2K is on the, your final one here. They've grabbed a studio called Hookbang. 2K today announced the company has acquired Hookbang LLC's Austin-based video game division that will become part of Visual Concepts, the distinguished wholly owned studio and developer of the iconic NBA 2K video game franchise. Financial terms were not disclosed. The acquired team under the new name of Visual Concept, the acquired team under the new name of Visual Concepts Austin. And there's just a period there. And I don't know if that's me or somebody else, but Visual Concepts Austin is what Hook Bang will now be called. So there you go. A lot of things are happening there, Gary. You know, we talked earlier about being Microsoft being acquisitive. It's still fucking small time compared to what CHQ Nordic is up to on yep. the regular. That embrace your up, up everything like fucking Pac-Man. They just never stop, do they? Nope. Got to keep it's growing. It's THQ Nordic's world. We're just living in it. One day we're going to look back and it'll all be it. We'll be playing on the THQ Nordic system. You know what I mean? The thing about Amazon Game Studios is, look, I'm, I'm glad to see them in, 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 the, in the space. You know, they've got money. They've obviously got a lot of money. That You know, they're, they're providing jobs for developers. They're making things. I'm always supportive of that. It remains to be seen what the end result of it is all going to be. You know, their first effort, their big first kind of flagship effort, you know, fell on its face, right? They ended up abandoning it. And then some, some, some of the reporting that I read about what happened behind the scenes with that project seems to suggest they, they had no fucking idea what they were doing, that they just didn't have like the basic core competencies and the institutional knowledge necessary to know how to develop a triple a game, like just the basics of it. Yeah. And so that's why the game did not work out. Um, I hope they have better luck on the next try. Me too. But Gary, the next try is so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Yeah. Out 
today overcooked all you can eat on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Yum. Switch, and PC. Sanity of Morris on PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Mac. Arkham Horror Mother's Embrace, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Story of Season Pioneers of Olive Town on Switch. Poyo Poyo Tetris 2 on PC. Inspector Waffles on PC. Red Dead Online players can rack up a plethora of double rewards this week, whether they team up across any a land of opportunities missions go it alone for the recently released a new source of employment missions or compete across any of the many races across the frontier killing floor two dystopian devastation uh, has a spring forward today or has a spring update today they try to be clever with the thing mountains of madness releases today on steam and then watchdogs legion has a new patch 3.25 this introduces the first tactical ops mission New dates for you. Shadow Man Remastered is coming April 15th, 2021 to Steam, GOG, and the Epic Game Store. Trials of Fire will launch on PC on April 9th. And then Hop Legs is coming to Steam April 22nd. So, Greg, the minute you said Inspector Waffles, I fired up Steam because I'm like, I'm really hoping that is what it sounds like, which is a game huh? about a cat detective. Guess what? It's a fucking game about a cat detective. Cat detective? I wouldn't have guessed that. In this old school detective adventure, step into the boots of whip smart Inspector Waffles and travel the city to track hidden clues, interrogate shady suspects, and unravel a dangerous mystery. But be warned, curiosity killed the cat. Damn. Oh, it looks See, like, like this looks use... good. I might have to add it to my list. Kevin, you want to show me a trailer here for this? Uh, yeah, give me a minute. Yeah, there's a, tra- there's a trailer. I also then it's, it's got it's got the eight bit uh, pixel art vibe to it, Greg. You might you Sorry, might like that. What was that. the what was the name of this this uh, this game you want me to look Inspector at? Inspector Waffles. Inspector Waffles. That's great. Da, 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 it, da, da, Inspector Waffles. Everybody was joking about oh I want waffles and I love waffles yada yada yada. But SSS Ware says buy hop legs and all chat and all things. SSS Ware. What what's the what do you know about hop legs? While while Kevin brings this up, I'll be watching the chat for that. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Kevin's bringing up your trailer for Inspector Waffles. It's not but my trailer. I didn't make it. You made this trailer. This is one you edited, just like the other. I, um, I, uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Yo, no, let's not. Everybody, this is Inspector Waffles. Damn, it is a cat detective. Yeah. Why is there no He's sound? Drinking milk. Because Kevin muted, you know, I think, so I never know what's, what's bad. Oh. It's not worth it. It's not worth the risk for sound. No, you're we right. We live in a time where you uh, we've been burned 15 times. It's got kind of a film noir, um, 8-bit retro vibe sure. to it. You got to sure. like that. Uh, you've already sold it. Jeff Grubb is downloading Spectre Waffles right now. This might be this Step might be the, the this of. might be the game, the next game for me. Inspector Waffles. I, I love these detective. What, Greg? Weren't you looking for a detective uh, crime solving game? I this could be right up your that. alley. Yeah, that's true. This could be this could be just what you need. Jeff Grubb says, "Quote sold." Look, I have a special Steam account. I know you have a press account, Jeff. Will you just fucking roll with the jokes for a little bit? I don't know. I see all these tweets going on right now. I see GameSpot reporting. GameSpot reports Bethesda's highly anticipated sci-fi RPG Starfield will likely release in 2021, according to a reporter and frequent leaker Jeff Grubb. And I see you on try. I see you desperately, desperately trying to take it back online, Jeff. All right. Why don't you focus on your own shit? Think about what you say, because if you don't mean it, why is it a headline? You know what I mean? And I also don't like that they quoted your podcast about that when you talked about it on our podcast, too. You know? I like it when you give Jeff Grubb shit, Greg. I, I like it too. Jeff Grubb's oh, a my favorite person. He was a good guest on the Gamescast last week where he was like, yeah, I'm not saying it's coming in 2021. <laughs> GameSpot saying Jeff Grubb says it's coming in 2021. All right. More importantly, where is the kid who was saying SSSSS where who was like, get hop legs? Why do you care about hop legs? I just want to know, did you work on hop legs? Is it your friend made it? Let me know. 
Let me know. You've already got the thumbnail. I don't care about Microsoft buying uh, Discord or any old Switch Pro. Inspector Waffles has got to be the top on. story. Okay, SS Ware just seems like a fan. He's like, really tough platformer. You are a square and you control a leg coming out of each side with each face button. You hop around. Oh, fuck that. That sounds hard. <laughs> like a quad kind of deal. And then also, have you seen that Cinnamon Toast Crunch is already trying to get in front of this news that you, t- well, you broke I mean, earlier they, about the they, shrimp taste? I mean, they're they they going to have to move, right? They they've move. put out a statement. They've put out a, a statement that says, while we're still investigating this matter, we can say with confidence that this did not occur at our facility. <laughs> we are waiting for the consumer to send us the package to investigate further. Any customer consumers who notice their cereal box or bag has been tampered with, such as clear tape that was found in the case, should contact us. Now, Kevin, I'm not sure. Are you trying to play me off or are you trying to show me hot <laughs> Uh, no, I, of course, have other issues, like, going on. Oh, okay. So I'm trying to remote desktop. And you know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that this is what happened in this case. I'm sure it's legit. But, like, if you want to fuck with a corporation, oh, yeah. it's not difficult to stage a photograph, put a dead rat in your cornflakes, and say, hey, why the fuck is there a dead rat in my cornflakes? Like, by the time Remember that's the going Wendy's viral. Thing. Remember the Wendy's thing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that ended, the, the, the chili, the finger in the chili, that ended up being a scam, right? That was, that was trying to get a lawsuit. Yeah. And they got busted for it. Yeah. So, I mean, you, yeah. it, it, can, it can come back on you. Here's, here's so, help uh, me, everybody. So, so as you know. Quick, quick schemes aside, Kevin. I know you're, your wheels were already turning over there. As you all know from the Kind of Funny podcast, I love a little company called Clawson. Mm-mm. Pickles. Clawson Pickles. Mm-hmm. Always, always, never heated, always chilled. Let's do the reverse. What could I pull? I'll pull something out of the jar that's good and make, you know, I'll put like a $100 bill in there, right? And say, look what I found in mine. Oh, so yeah, yeah it's I mean, like a gold money Boston pickles. No, because right. like, like but, here's no, no, because then people will be like, "Ooh, it's a dirty hundred dollar bill," and I was eating the pickles. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I think about uh, those assholes. Yeah, 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 shit. I, I think that might have not worked out the way you wanted to. I think you just made it sound like what's already in the jar of a claws and pickles is not good. It's like, oh, what? What? What if something amazing happened? And something good came in a, in a jar of claws and pickles? Probably not. The advertising message you yeah, want to put out. That's not what I want. I, well, how yeah. do you, look, my claws and pickles are even better because X, Y, and Z. I just signed a friend of mine up uh, for a pickle of the month club because he's a big pickle. He gets different kinds of pickles every month. Has he had a Clawson? Because once you have a Clawson pickle, you don't need another pickle. I don't know. The 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 last last one he got, he was not too too thrilled about it. They were Carolina Reaper pickles, and he bit into it without knowing what they were. That's not good. Oh, yeah. That was the whole scenario. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's check in on You're Wrong. This, of course, is where people watching live on twitch.tv slash games can go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunny, Rooster Teeth, and the podcast services around the globe. Only one today from Sea Order 1988 who says, Greg, the city in the Czech Republic is pronounced Bruno. Thank you. That is a worthwhile correction. I'm sorry we couldn't give any PlayStation news today, but there is a two-hour-long PSI Love You XOXO covering PlayStation news on YouTube.com slash games and podcast services around the globe. Uh, we're out of here, guys. We have a show to do. Patreon.com slash games, a post-show that you can only get there alongside the ad-free version of the show. It's going to be Gary and uh, Sad Boy Barrett. i got to run to another engagement. Uh, tomorrow, though, let's talk about your uh, host for the rest of the week. Uh, Wednesday, it's Blessing and Janet Garcia. Thursday, Tim and Tamar Hussein. And then Friday, Blessing and Khalif Adams from Spawn on Me. For what I have been informed is the 900th episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. So look for some stats as usual on that one. Nice. Uh, If you're watching live, guess what? Nick, Tim, Andy, Snow Mike Mike are about to do more Mario. Isn't that right, Kevin? That sounds right. That sounds like what they're doing. Oh, Mario. They're still doing 3D World. They've been working their way through 3D World. percenting and it's really cool. They've all gotten oh, cool. so much better, except for Tim. He's he's still at the same 
level. Well, Tim was always good, right? Yeah, no, that's that wasn't a slight against him. Okay, just make sure. Just make sure. Uh, remember, you can catch that uh, right now, twitch.tv slash games. If you're watching this later, you can go to youtube.com slash plays our new YouTube channel. Get all of our archive streams there. Gary, where can everybody keep up with an Englishman in Los Santos? Uh, so I'm dropping the link into the chat right now. Stop by 6 p.m. tonight, Pacific. Episode 4 of An Englishman in Los Santos will debut as a YouTube premiere uh on youtube youtube premiere is kind of like a live stream it's pre-recorded content but everyone watches it live at the same time i'll be in the chat i'll be watching along with you come check it out you can subscribe to the channel there and get all the latest uh episodes well episode five drops on friday i think and there'll be more to come uh the first three episodes are also archived there already uh, youtube.com slash g and twitch.tv slash gary if you want to catch the live broadcasts of the new show excellent Ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Oh, I fucked that up. Gary, thank you for being on the show, first off. But until Always next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Thank you, thank you.